precisely. Two best buds, precisely. Drinking beer and talking about stuff, precisely. Bo and Tony, precisely. Playing and reviewing games, precisely. How's it going, everyone? This is Precisely Podcast, episode 23. I am with my right-hand man, Tony Baloney, Tetris Hayton, always watch-wearing, Vans-wearing as well, Tony. And I'm with my left-hand man, because he's <laughs> on my left, Bo McGo, McStow, and Never Low, Cappuccino. That's right. Yeah. I like it. Let's keep rhyming the whole podcast. All right. Like a Dr. Seuss rhyme or something? Yeah. Left foot. Left what foot. rhymes with rhyme, though? Nothing. Time. Yeah. Time. A lot of stuff does, actually. Limes. Yeah. Crime. <laughs> anyway, what have you been up to this week? Uh, a lot of work. A lot of gaming, too, on my free time. I went kayaking, actually, um, the day after we recorded our last podcast, and that was really nice. Went out on the river with a bunch of people I didn't know, and my wife and my sister. And honestly, like the beginning of it just sort of sucked because everyone was just too spaced out. I uh, didn't know the people that well, and the things that they were talking about. I was just like, uh, like let me get out of here. Like he was like the one dude was talking about like weenuses and vaginas the whole time. Dude, how like and twelve he was year like, old is that? And he was like thirty eight years old. Yeah, grow up, bro. That's like and so it was for grade. it was for a freaking hour that he kept bringing it up. I'm just like, dude, unbelievable. Like, like yeah. we all haven't heard that before, and we're sick of it. Yeah, you know? by the time you're like eighteen, and he was the one that wasn't drinking at all. Like I had two beers out on the river, and I was just like done drinking while everyone else was drinking. Minus this one guy that was talking about weenuses and vaginas or whatever. And uh, what a dork. Yeah. I was just like, get me out of the river. But the thing is, is when you're kayaking, you have the destination that you're entering the kayaks in. So your truck is there, you know, and then you have the exit area where someone's car is parked there. So you have to wait for everyone anyway to get driven back to your truck yeah. to go back to the end spot to pick up your kayaks. And everyone just wasn't even paddling. They were just floating like we were on tubes. And I was just like, this is so ridiculous. Like, I want to paddle. Like, I want to actually, like, be doing something. Yeah, definitely. I always do that. I like to go down sometimes and then, like, paddle back. Yeah. So, I mean, I was doing that, too. Um, And it ended up being an all right trip near the end of it all. Like, I just got into a better mood of things. I was just like, I'm out here on the river. I got to just make the the most of it, you know. But I did bring uh, Wario Land for the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, and I got to try out my Hori Pocket pocket Pack case or whatever. It's a waterproof case, and it's actually really cool. It seals the whole Game Boy in this, like, vacuum-sealed plastic container that has, like, a silicone, like, rubber area for the D-pad and the A and B buttons. And it worked perfectly. Like, I didn't dunk it in the water just because I was rocking, like, an $80 Game Boy Pocket, the Extreme Green. But, you know, I'm pretty sure it would have worked, you know? Yeah. And Hori is a company that just makes a bunch of 
like extras for Nintendo stuff, right? Uh, they make it for like every company. Okay. Yeah, they they do like off the wall like weird stuff. Like you know, Hori from the N sixty four controllers that yeah. I have, the small ones, the mini pads. But they made a Dragon Quest uh controller that's like a blue slime enemy. That's for the PlayStation four, which oh, is really? really cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was fun kayaking. This uh, one guy called me a communist before we left. Why? Uh, because Leonard Skinner was playing, and we were on this island for like over an hour, and I was trying to get to my parents' uh, art gallery exhibit. Not that they were showing at, but they wanted us to join at. And I was like, we need to go. Like, we've been here for an hour. All you guys are doing is just like bullshitting about nothing and drinking beer, whatever. I was like, we need to go. And this one guy that was on the island that wasn't kayaking with us, but knew the one dude, and he flagged him down while he's kayaking past this island. He was like, he's like, you can't leave during Leonard Skinner. I was like, why not? He's like, because that's not American. And I'm like, what do you mean it's not American? He was like, it's Leonard Skinner. I'm like, I've heard Leonard Skinner free bird a thousand freaking times in my life. Like yeah, more than that, probably. I'm like, if I really wanted to, I could go home and play it on vinyl record. Like, he's like, you're a communist if you leave. I'm like, I am not a communist. Like, I take offense to that. I don't want to throw blows at you right now, but I just want to leave, you know. But ended up uh, listening to all of it before we left, you know. It's like a 13-minute song. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my weekend in a nutshell. How, how have you been? I've been good, dude. Better than me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't have to deal with anyone forcing me to listen to Leonard Skinner mm-hmm. on an island in the middle of the Susquehanna River. Yeah. Although there's worse places to be, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, so... Do you want to name off a of few? <laughs> yeah, hell. Hell. <laughs> a crack or, house. Uh yeah. Locked up in someone's basement. Emergency room. Dentist. Yeah, dentists suck. Definitely. Anyway, dude, did you feel the earthquake we had? No, we did not have an earthquake. Yeah, we just had an earthquake. When? Uh, Wednesday night. When you just farted on the couch. No, that was my ankle oh, cracking. Okay. Yeah, we just <laughs> had an earthquake, and that was the second earthquake I experienced in my life in Pennsylvania. So did you feel it? Yeah. It was like a 3.5 or 4.5. What time was it? It was a little before 8.30. P.M.? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't feel it. A lot of people did. But I wanted to ask you, what uh, like was the craziest weather event you've been through? Or, like, Earth natural event? I remember... I, think, I can't remember what mine would be. Maybe, like, hurricanes, I guess, we've had, but... Like, the, the, one that, the one that jumps up, like, right in my mind. I was in West Virginia at, like, a Christian camp, and... It started hailing, but the hail was literally, like, golf ball sizes of hail. Wow. Yeah, coming down, like, some kid, like, started bleeding because it hit them in the face. Damn. We had to run to this basement, and, like, everyone's, like, huddled in, like, little groups of five, like, praying. And, like, all the girls are crying, and they're, like, screaming, and they're, like... It's the apocalypse. We're dying. God's coming yeah. back. Uh, Judgment day. Yeah, I'm just like, it's hail. Like, I've never seen hail that big in my life. Still haven't since that day. But, uh, yeah, it, it came and, and went. 
you know, real fast. Yeah, that's kind of scary, I guess. I could really mess some stuff up. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been in lightning storms, like, while on a kayak and stuff, like, on the yeah. river. And that's but that's not that scary. bad. I, I mean, I think, like, thunder and lightning, not that scary. Yeah, but, but like if you're flooding if, and if you're surrounded shit. by water, it sucks. Yeah. You know? Uh, definitely, I think, the storm of 96, so I was eight years old. There was snow, like, up to the top of my door, yeah. my front door. So, like, we couldn't even go outside. It was, like, people remember that in this area. So, like, whenever they call for snow, it's, like, all the bread and milk goes away. Everyone's at the grocery store the night before, like. Yeah. I think we're slowly getting away from that, though. People uh, I realize... mean, people still go crazy at the grocery store before a snowstorm. Yeah, but I think more people are starting to realize, you know, um, they're pretty efficient at clearing out the snow. And you're going to be all right, you know. Most people have enough food in their kitchen to last them another day. Yeah. Or whatever. You definitely still have those can of beans in the back of your cabinet that you haven't eaten for, like, two years, but it's still good. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you going to make with bread and milk? Peanut butter and jellies and milk? Yeah, and milk. That doesn't even sound that good. French toast. (laughs) I'd rather get a lot of other French toast with eggs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, dude, what do you think of E3? E3 is good. Uh, let's talk about this beer first that you brought. Right on, Flying Jenny. Yeah, so it's called Flying Jenny. It's from Gray Sail Brewing of Rhode Island. Shout out to Rhode Island. That dude, uh, Game Bo, he was from Rhode Island. Is that right? Yeah, I got his package the other day, the EverDrive. Oh, yeah? Did you test it out? or? Uh, I did not it test out? it out, actually. I should have. It's been on my coffee table forever. I just put it away. But, uh, yeah, he's from Rhode Island. It's an extra pale ale. It's very earthy tasting to me, but I do like it. I don't know what the extra pale ale means. Maybe because it's uh, hopped with a bunch of different hops, and then it's dry hopped near the end with Cascade. Yeah, I guess that's the extra pale part of it, huh? Maybe a little more hoppy. So it's an EPA instead of an IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh, earthy. Like It tastes like hop leaves, I would think, you know? Yeah, I like it a lot, man. I picked one uh picked a six pack of it six pack of it up the other week and I couldn't get enough of it, so I had to go buy another one. Nice. Yeah, you you uh hit me up earlier this week and you were like, I got a beer for you to try, like it's funky, I think you said or something. Dank. Dank? Okay. Yeah, so I was thinking like maybe like a sour or something like just like off the wall weird. This is just like a very traditional but extra hoppy IPA. Yeah. Or pale ale. It's good. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, dude. Thanks it's kind of summary, I thanks think. Thanks for contributing some beer, Tony. Yep. You always do. <laughs> what am I saying? Yeah, it's an E3. Uh, so E3's been going on. I think it's still going on for a couple more days now. I think it goes till Tuesday. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a pretty big, like, uh, I guess. It's almost like a festival kind of, huh? It is. And I've heard that this E3 is like the smallest attendance mainly because like Sony's not there. Nintendo's not there directly. Yeah. You know, so it's Xbox, it's uh square Enix. It's yeah. Why do you think Sony didn't show up? They didn't have anything that they really wanted to show. Yeah. You know, like they could have gone there with death stranding and then that's it. Yeah. But which they already like released that. And then and they I already think... gave all the plans for the PS five. Right. No, they haven't yet. 
And I, I think that's still in development. Or, well, I guess they're like slowly going through it, but they yeah. already said, oh, we're going to do this. I don't think know? I don't think they really wanted to spend the money and the hype because really like what E3 brings is a lot of negative feedback. Like all these people get to see these early previews yeah. of games that might have dates, might not have dates. But then the press or the people that are, you know, watching it are like, oh, like, oh, this is being delayed or this isn't coming out right now. Like, or this game looks like shit. Yeah, but it's, it's never like, like every necessarily year. positive stuff unless it's that triple A title. Yeah, I guess so. And but I, a lot of the games also are for their multi-platform, right? So most it's, of them, yeah. a lot of it's advertised like free advertising for PlayStation. It, it, Most people it really use is. PlayStation. And it's very expensive, I guess, to actually have a spot at E3. And oh, being yeah. Sony, like, you would actually have, like, a whole wing, you know? Like, there's, like, four wings in this building. So I'm pretty sure there was, like, a, just an empty wing. Um, either way, with E3 announced, what was your favorite thing that you saw? Because it's probably my favorite thing. Probably Breath of the Wild. I mean, there was a lot of things that definitely caught my attention. Yeah. But, you know, huge. I'm huge on that game. Yeah, Breath of the Wild sequel was announced uh no date in mind but uh it was announced at the end of the nintendo direct they played was, a short video on it that yeah was pretty that was interesting. played i don't think it was played at e3 but it was played during e3 week so okay. that's essentially why like death stranding came out when it did because it was like right before e3 happened yeah. you know it's like sony's still doing stuff but we really don't have that much else to show you um yeah so breath of the wild sequel very hyped for that because Breath of the Wild, one of the best games ever made. It looks very dark. You know, it was only like a, a minute and some seconds long. Yeah. So what did you think about it? Like, what do you think it's all about? I'm excited, man. I don't know. I think it's going to be just like, I feel like it's going to have something to do with Underground for some reason. Like an Underworld, maybe? Yeah, because they were, I felt like they were in caves a lot. Yeah, there was like uh princess zelda like had a torch yeah and i know they're using like the same map mm. so um i think they're just gonna add a little bit to it you know okay. like i feel like there's gonna be a decent bit of underground stuff and they gotta do right new dungeons and stuff oh yeah um so so if they're using the same map and a lot of the same sprites how can they make it like more different dungeons essentially? Yeah. And I think it's going to be underground and yeah. darker. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. And I then the end of it, a skeleton like turns around, like cranks its neck and its yeah. eyes glow red. Yeah. And there's a theory. That's one of the old characters from, I don't know. I don't remember which uh, Zelda game. I don't remember which Zelda game it's from, but uh, he what, got stabbed in the chest. Yeah. Uh, it might be Ocarina of Time. I can't remember. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. So I was thinking, like, the ominous music that was playing that sounded like a record going in reverse, almost. Like a Beatles album, like, in reverse. Oh, my God. 
but sounds like a song that's in reverse. So it might be one of the Breath of the Wild songs just in reverse or one of just a Zelda song in reverse. Um, I think it almost has to deal with something that they did for the N64 after Ocarina of Time, which was Majora's Mask, which was a three-day cycle where you had to slow down time to get you know, as much done in those three days before you had to revert back to the first day to stop the moon from destroying the Earth, you know? So I'm thinking maybe it's something like that. Like, this world essentially is after Ganon was killed, right? But you're still the same Link. Yeah, is Ganon ever really killed? Well, no, but every Zelda game essentially is a new Link coming, a new Princess Zelda 2. Okay. So there's like a timeline of when every Zelda game was. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not keen on that in any sense, but there's always a new link. There's always a new hero awakening when a new Ganon awakens, when a new evil power awakens. And what I was talking to you earlier about before we started recording is that I believe without Ganon being there and it being such a positive, like good light on the world, there's always has to be the opposite, which is an evil power has to come back up. So maybe it was a past Ganon, you know, since it was a skeleton. So whatever the time frame would be that, you know, Oh, you know what it is? It's twilight princess. I'm guessing there was a skeleton in that. There was actually a skeleton link in that. It says, I'm the old hero. Yeah, that's not what I was t- talking about. That was a bad guy who was a skeleton. But you he saw how to fight him. Chest. You saw how to fight him, though. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's a different character. I just can't remember his name. But okay. yeah, I mean, that would make sense also. I see where you're coming from, definitely. Because Twilight Princess was one of the last ones made. I mean, Skyward Sword, I guess, would have been. And Wind Waker, but it wasn't Wind Waker. Wind Waker was too nice looking. But uh, Twilight Princess was very, like, dark and scary so much that i didn't finish it too scary (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm hyped for that what uh what month and year do you predict that coming out for next no i guess it's probably gonna be you think it's gonna be in 2020 i'm gonna predict that they're gonna push for december 2020 that's what I would guess too. That's it. No, you can't. You gotta guess something. Well, that's what Tony. I was gonna guess before I asked. Well, you should have said it then. <laughs> All right, January twenty twenty one. Okay, fair enough. Probably knowing Nintendo and pushing back. Yeah, you but know, see, releases. the thing is, they already have the whole platform for it, so I think they'll be able to develop it somewhat quickly. That's you know? what I'm thinking too. I hope so. So I think they essentially put that in at the end of the direct. Because Animal Crossing, you know, was supposed to be released November this year in 2019. And now it's being pushed back, I want to say, until like March 2020. Is that what they said? Or February? So like three months later. Yeah, I think February. So that was like such a big blow because there's so many Animal Crossing fans out there that were like so hyped for it to come out by the end of this year. And they Nintendo just wants to perfect it and make it right, you know. I'm sure there's a bunch of bugs. Like, I'm sure there's a huge online service with Animal Crossing that 
you know, the testing and the betas of it, like something's not working out right that they have to fix before it comes out to the public. Because usually Nintendo makes great games where they don't have to patch it like PlayStation and Microsoft do with their first party titles. Right on. You know? Yeah, and I think they should, you know. There's yeah. no really excuse not to. So the next game uh, is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is coming out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Yeah. We watched this uh, the other day at the bar. Yeah, last week, I think. Yeah. What do you think? I love it, man. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Me so too. anything Star Wars, I'm all about it. And the other Star Wars games I played, I really enjoyed, so... I'm sure this one, well, it looks great. I mean, it looks like maybe the best one ever, the best one that they've made. I think so, too. Definitely the best one. I've never really, like, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, but I'm not, like, the biggest nerd when it comes to Star Wars. Um, But I've never been into the Star Wars games that much. Like, I've owned a lot of them. Yeah. But I've never really played them much, which, you know, whatever. Like... Sometimes when it comes to like movies or comic books and all that, I'm just I can't get into the games. Yeah, it doesn't always translate that well. Yeah. I like unknown characters or like video game characters that have always just been video games. You know, like God of War, like Kratos, like Yeah. Amazing character. Like there's no like cult following because of a comic book or a movie. It's like this guy was just a badass always in video games. But yeah, I mean, the trailer looked great. It was like almost a 10-minute trailer for Jedi uh, Fallen Order. The The main character looked a little weird. Like, it was no one that's from a movie that I've seen before. Just uh, a new Jedi. The Him running on walls I thought was amazing. Yeah. Like, a really cool aspect. Remind me of the Call of Duty Back in the day. Not back in the day, but... Yeah, do you think they're going to do, like, make your own character? No. You don't think so? No. Make, your, make yourself a Jedi? I think, I think that'd be that. nice, but... Or no, for online, I, maybe? I think there's too much emphasis on this character that they, like, build it around this, like, body figure. Yeah. You know, like, with creative... Create a character, you can usually, like, make your own size and this and that and how big it is. I think this is formatted for that one guy. You know, like, a young Jedi boy. Or teen or whatever. Um, I didn't like how I saw him like slicing people with a lightsaber, and like the stormtroopers were just like falling over. Like I feel like it should be a little bit more gruesome, even though it's like Disney property now. But like, think about a lightsaber like going through your body. Yeah. Like, I think they did a good job on it. Like, really though, if a lightsaber cuts you in half, like the top half should be sliding down like a piece of meat, you know? I don't know, man, honestly. I don't. I just don't know the physics of that, you know? It's a lightsaber. It cuts. Yeah, but, like, how hot is it? How fast can you swing Think about it? everyone's arm and limbs that have been cut off in Star Wars movies. Yeah. It's just a clean slice. Yeah, it basically would, like, burn it shut probably, yeah. huh? It's not a sword. It's a lightsaber. Yeah. Well, I've never used one in real life. So. Neither have I. Um... I think they do have some tweaks that they have to improve on. And I'm not sure exactly. Did they give an announcement for that? Like when it's going to come out? I don't think they did. Yeah, I don't know. Not that I remember. Either way, it looked like a cool game. 
Uh, Death Stranding, we talked about last podcast. Yeah, we brought it up. Or two podcasts ago. Yeah, everyone's super excited for that. It's going to be a good game. I'm still going to say that that's going to be game of the year. It very well could be. So what about uh, Contra Rogue Corpse? Did you watch any of that? No, I don't remember that one. It so, didn't stick out to me. Con- yeah, it didn't stick out to me either, besides the name. Contra is like one of the best shooters ever, like multiplayer shooters or single player. Very hard game to play. So this is like Contra in a 3D world. Almost reminded me of Splatoon, but bad graphics, bad looking gameplay. I'm not not excited for this at all i was just like this is they're slapping a name on a shitty game essentially yeah not impressed but yeah as a super nintendo or sega genesis game look like really fun game but very hard game to play dragon quest builders 2 not a big fan not a big fan no just, I think they're trying to do too much with Dragon Quest, but I was never that much of a fan yeah. either. So they're doing Dragon Quest for the Switch show. You saw that? Yeah. The RPG game, not the Builders. Yeah, I'm not, not you know, a huge I'm fan hyped of that for idea. it. Supposedly, I think it was already out for the PS4 a while ago and Xbox. Um, but I might actually pick that up. It, it looked really cool. Yeah, there's a lot to do in Dragon Quest, definitely. So, I don't know. It could definitely keep you busy for a while, but I just, I don't think that's going to be on my list. Yeah. So, what did you think about uh, Banjo-Kazooie being released as a Super Smash Brothers character? Uh, I thought that was cool. Definitely. I mean, I'm all for more characters. Have you ever played the Banjo games? I don't think I have. So, they were N64 games produced by the company Rare, and then Rare was bought out when the original Xbox came out from Microsoft and they made Conker's Bad for a Day for the N64, but then did Conker's Reloaded for the original Xbox. Um, but Rare also owns Banjo-Kazooie, 3D platformer game that came out with ukulele okay. for the PS4 and the Switch. I thought it was a great character release everyone was expecting it and thinking it um one thing i wanted to ask you tony we got three more people that are coming out for the switch who do you think it will be i think it could definitely be new pokemon newer pokemon it okay. could be spyro maybe yeah would be a cool character I which spyro is coming out for the switch exactly i might have to pick that up so, yeah, I mean, that was a great game. I think a lot of people played that and enjoyed that when they were younger. Yeah. Um, I don't know, though. I guess it really could be anyone, couldn't it? Yeah, I mean, it really could. I think they're on the verge of releasing people that aren't necessarily Nintendo, like, branded characters yeah. anymore. But there has to be some sort of deal. Maybe they'll do Knuckles, too, since... Sonic, Sonic the mo- Sonic movies coming out, right? Or so. Doctor Robotnik would be cool. Yeah, another one. I think it'll it'll probably be something relevant, you yeah. know, that has to do with a game that's coming. Both out. of them, yeah. Like Joker from Persona Five was released right when 
Persona S was announced for the Switch. You know, like they timed that correctly. I actually saw. I saw. Now I think it might be a meme, but I saw someone have like a new character appears on their TV, and it was John Wick. Uh, it could be because he's in that new game. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is. Cyberpunk. Yeah, which that looks freaking sweet. Amazing. Yeah, definitely getting on that. Yeah. And we'll talk- I love Keanu Reeves. He's the man. Yeah, we'll talk about that then soon. Uh, so for me, I I named a few characters. Ukulele, possibly. Klonoa, which is an amazing series of games. Shout out to you, Highway Tokel. She's a huge fan of Klonoa as well. Uh, it was originally a PlayStation game, then got ported to the Game Boy Advance, then came out for the Wii, and then we, then PS2 as well. But I uh, haven't heard from Klonoa in a while, and he's an awesome character. But probably doesn't have that many different moves. But I'm sure Super Smash could make it. The Harvest Moon uh, main character, Shenmue. Shenmue would be dope. Or even a Yakuza character, Digimon, just to mess with Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know if they'll do that. <laughs> they won't do that. But Digimon was pretty cool. How about uh, a Tamagotchi player? Like just a digital I Tamagotchi I could see player. Nintendo doing something like that. Who owned Tamagotchi? I don't think it was Nintendo. No idea. No idea either. So what about Furby? Do you remember Furbies? Yeah, I remember Furbies vividly. Dude, I'm pretty sure I had a haunted Furby. Where they all were haunted. So. Where it would come on at night. Yeah. And then I took the batteries out of it one night and it still came on. Yeah. And I was just like, eh. Creepy. Throw it out. Yeah, Get I think I did the next day. Yeah. Mr. Tingle from the Zelda games. Okay. Uh maybe a rabbit from Mario versus Rabbids. My favorite character, one of my favorite characters, Chrono from Chrono Trigger. Possibly a Final Fantasy character since they're making all these Final Fantasy games for the Switch and PS4. Uh, and then, actually, the one that I thought about is the main character from Nino Kuni, which is going to be released on the Switch, which I think is amazing because it looks like a Switch game to me. Yeah. One of, the, one of my most favorite games I've ever played. Great story. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be something that they're releasing for the Switch. The characters are going to come off a game that they're releasing for the Switch. Mm -hmm. Oh, what about uh, Cuphead? Oh, Cuphead would be cool, actually. That's probably definitely going to be one, actually. I don't know, but I mean... I would put money on that. You heard it here first. (laughs) If it's Cuphead, Tony has said it. Yeah, I would definitely put money on I'm putting money on Nino Kuni. I think think that game is meant for Nintendo, and I'm glad to see it coming out for the Switch and more players getting to play it that never would have because they never owned a Sony PS3 or PS4. Actually, it was a PS3 game, so yeah. like I feel like a lot of Switch players, especially the younger crowd, never got to play a PS3. So Luigi's Mansion was also a game that stood out that I'm super hyped for. The first one, the original one for GameCube, good game, great idea, but I don't feel like it was executed that well as a game. It was literally one of the shortest games for the GameCube, being like five, six hours tops, which doesn't necessarily make a bad game. Like, we played Firewatch, we've played 
journey, you know, both short games, but for Nintendo, like, first-party Nintendo game, it should at least be a 20-hour game. Yeah. I mean, I'm expecting less than Super Mario Odyssey, which wasn't even that long. That wasn't a long game. But there was so much extra stuff that you could do in that game that would make it longer, you know, like the dark side and stuff. Yeah. So maybe Luigi's Mansion will be like that. Um, I think just looking at the hotel, like the actual like place that he's at and how many stories it is, I think it's going to be a, a decent long game, like a 30-hour game, you know, start to finish. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think we're going to get that. I'm excited for it, though. How about you? Yeah, I like it. I like the idea of it. Why do they always put Luigi in the mansion, though? And it's, like, all haunted and scary. Well, so, Luigi was never a main character, like, for any Mario games. Like, he was always the the sidekick, the brother that didn't mean anything. And, funny enough, in the N64 game Paper Mario, you live with Luigi, right? Yeah. In this house. And you can go back to that house where Luigi's not there anymore for some reason. Like, he, like, left a note. He's like, hey, I'm going to – he's like, I got invited to this mansion or something, like a note saying that, right? I want to say that. I could be completely wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong. But then there's the secret entrance to the basement that you can unlock and find. And you go to the basement, and the only thing that's there is Luigi's diary. And his diary says how scared he is about ghosts. Yeah. And this is an N64 game that's pretty much hinting towards Luigi's Mansion for the GameCube. So they are already in development for this. And it makes me wonder if Luigi's Mansion was originally for the N64, you know? I don't know. It's a good, like side story like nintendo side story that like some people know some people don't know but yeah luigi's petrified of ghosts one thing that i didn't like about the original original luigi's mansion is that the controller controls for the controller were just like a little wonky and messed up like sucking in ghosts you had to hit the the actual thumbstick one way and like suck them in, like hold it that way and like toggle it up and down. And it just seemed like a pain in the butt. I feel like they'll have that more refined in this version. Yeah, I think so. Um, and they have like the gum Luigi or what is he made of? Uh, goo Luigi. Goo Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. He's like this green goo that can't touch water. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I definitely like that. And you can play two player on it. So that's, yeah, I think that would be like a cool way to, you know, have your friend over and you're like, Hey, let's play my campaign, but you can play, play as this goo guy that just don't touch any water. Yeah. Don't touch any water. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. How about uh link's awakening? We saw a little bit more of that too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hype. Really? I'm so hyped, dude. You never played it, right? No. Oh. One of the best games ever for Game Boy. I prefer Breath of the Wild to that. Just, like, the style of gameplay, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like, how it looks. Definitely how it looks and, like, being in third person or whatever, not the over top. Yeah. You know. 
I agree with you, but it still has those relics and that feeling of any Zelda game. Yeah. It was one of the first Zelda games ever made that's an actual good Zelda game, in my opinion. I feel like the original Nintendo games just... They weren't my cup of tea in any sense, but uh, the Game Boy game had the feeling of the SNES version where, like, you have to go to the menu to pick a different item, you know, and equip that item to get through this area. Like, that's how it was. Yeah. Which, I mean, the Nintendo game was like that, too, but still not a fan. Trials of Mana. I don't know much about it. I don't remember that one. I know I've heard the title before. So this is a three-part game um, that's essentially Secret of Mana, Secret of Mana 2, uh, that never got released to America. It was a Japan exclusive for the SNES. So they redid that with like updated graphics and stuff for the Nintendo Switch. And then they have, like, I want to say, like, a Final Fantasy game, like, Game Boy game on it, and something else. I might pick that up. I'm hyped for it. You know, I'm a huge JRPG fan. So, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Super hyped for this. Don't know if they're actually going to finish it or anything. Uh this is just essentially the first disc of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, and those are like really long games, right? Really long games. Yeah. Especially for the original PlayStation era. But, uh, I mean, it's one one of the most renowned uh, JRPG games ever. Like, it made what an RPG game should be at its time. And the graphics look amazing. So, I'm hyped for it. Let's see. I'm just more so worried about when will disc two or disc three be released. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be waiting. Yeah. How about uh, what Watch Dogs Legion? Um, that's the one where you play as multiple characters. Like right? you can play as any like NPC that you meet essentially in London. Yeah, I like it. I think it looks pretty cool. I think it's a great idea. I don't know how good it's gonna be all in all, but uh. I mean, it looks like a fun game. Yeah. I never played the original ones, which I think both of them came out for PS4. Um, Watch Dogs 1 and Watch Dogs 2. Or is this 2? No, this is Legion. Okay. Yeah. Um, never played any of them. Heard good things about them. Like, you can play, like, different ways where, like, you're just, like, killing people. Or you can, like, be, like, super stealth. And, like, put, like, robotic, like, RC cars into the mission, you know, or or just stun everyone with, like, stun guns. It, it's a different way of thinking. How about uh, Battletoads? Um, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty cool. No, not to me. You don't think so? Not to me at all. Yeah, I don't think it's anything that's special. I was like- a huge fan of Battletoads. So I am, like, uh for the original Nintendo and uh and SNES I believe I have it for that too. I actually follow a guy called uh Oh man, Battletoads Overlook no. Fuck, I should remember this. 
yeah, it's a Battletoads account on Instagram, and he does like the blindfolded runs and stuff, or what? Or is that a different? No, guy? he like has just played Battletoads uh, on okay. every CRT TV that he can possibly make. I yeah, got, I remember you telling me about. I that. gotta look this up real quick. Right on. But uh, no, I I felt like this new version, and I almost want to ask him like what he thinks about it. It it looks messed up. Like it just doesn't look complete. Like it's a multiplayer game, which is cool. But uh, I think it's Battletoads Overload. Hold up, everyone. Yeah, Battle Battletoad Overload. He plays on a bunch of different CRT TVs. Will beat Battletoads for the original Nintendo on that CRT and then donate it. Like just give it away. Very cool. So I think last time I talked to him, he's up to like seventy different TVs that he beat it off of, and he'll like play anything from like. One of those small little, like, two-inch screen TVs with a radio hooked up to it. That's ridiculous. You know, to, like, a big Trinitron that's 40 inches. You yeah. Know? Like, he's crazy. And I'm just like, how can you play the same game over and over again? He's like, this is just what I want to do. I'm like, cool. Like, I respect that. If that's what you want to do, do it. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I felt like this new one, it's for Xbox One and PC. Um, The release date is not announced yet i felt like there's a lot of bugs in it and it just doesn't look right it looks hard but battletoads is a hard game so we'll see we'll see what comes from it besides that man i don't know like anything else that stood out to you um there was what mario and sonic olympics yeah that's always been around like Every year for the Wii, Wii U. Is it every year just when they do the Olympics? When's the Olympics? Like every four years? Yeah, I think they have the... Yeah, so it's for like every system they come out with one of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... I don't know. It looks pretty cool. What about The Witcher 3? I didn't really check it out. Are you familiar with it? Uh, A little bit, yeah. I'm hyped for it. So, I remember... I think it was the first game that I ever, like, downloaded was The Witcher 3 on my PS4. It was when I didn't have a license, and I wanted to game. Like, I wasn't working that day, and I couldn't, like, I beat all the games or every game that I wanted to play, like, I already played. And I was like, I'm going to buy a game on the eStore, and I bought Witcher 3. And I started playing it, but it was also close to the time of like breath of the wild coming out. So once that came out, like that just took over. I was just like, no, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. You know, or I started playing wind waker. I don't know what it was, but I just got out of it. But like graphically it was really cool. The story was cool. It was just super open world, like a Skyrim game. Um, but also like God of war as well. Like huge creatures that you're fighting, huge mythical things. Yeah, I've heard it's great, and it came a long way since the originals, so... Yeah. Oh, wait, this one? Or Witcher 3. Yeah, Witcher. From the original Witcher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy that they can port a game like that to the Switch, too. You know? Like, it's essentially like God of War being ported to the Switch. It's wild. Yeah. What about that game, Empire of Sin? Uh, Empire of Sin? What's that one about? Uh, it's like uh, kind of gangs, like 
maybe like 1920s, 30s is Chicago that, gangs. Is that uh, like you're looking over them? Like you're looking down on them? Oh, uh, I can't remember exactly. It's for the Switch? I'm not sure. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was cool. Like, it looked like the same sort of, but... Yeah. Gangs. Yeah, gangs. Old school gangster. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool. I think they mentioned something about multiplayer, which would be cool and fun to play. Like, it's sort of like a gauntlet game, but old school, old school New York. We're, yeah. like, pronouncing words so wrong today. We're stuttering, dude. Should have done our warm-ups. Bah. That's my warm-up. Uh, yeah. No. Like, I'm excited for it, but not really. Like, that's more of a game that, like, I want to see, like, what other people say about it before I purchase it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it'll be interesting, I think. Yeah. So, uh, you play any games this week? I did. I tried this game, Mighty Max. Mighty Max. That rings a bell. Yeah, I found out later (laughs) that... It was like uh, action figures, right? Yeah, it's uh, the Polly Pocket for little boys. Yeah. is Mighty Max. It's like little monster things. Yeah, have you ever played it? Never played it. It's not that good. For SNES? Um, I, I, I was on the emulator. I want to say, yeah, SNES. Yeah, it was SNES. But I can't remember exactly. Yeah, it was SNES. Are they all? Uh, if you're on that emulator, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many freaking functions on that thing there's so many different folders i'm sorry tony for overwhelming you with yeah it a is free it's, library it's, of thousands it's a of little bit games. overwhelming dude i'm not familiar with it yeah but no i thought i you know i was just scrolling through and i figured you know i'll just pick one to try out and mighty max is a dud yeah i think so it got really good reviews actually really when you told me mighty max i'm like what are you like, what are you talking about, Mega Man? You're like, no, not Mega yeah, like, Man. Yeah, like, I know the difference between nah, Mega Yeah, Man. I wasn't sure, Tony. Like, I really wasn't sure. <laughs> but I was like, oh, Mighty Max. Like, I used to play with those little, I wouldn't even call them action figures. They're like mini figures. like Figurines? They're like little tiny little guys. So, like, you're this, like, little boy that's, like, trapped in, like, this giant, like, scorpion thing. And you open up the scorpion. Right. And it's, like, this whole, like little like scenery of like torture devices and lasers and everything and super weird i don't know i was all about it and i remember uh there was a yard sale last year that i posted on my instagram and i bought like a bunch of mighty max things for like a dollar to two dollars a piece then ended up selling it as a lot on ebay for like almost 80 to 90 bucks yeah i said just did like an ebay bidding thing got up to like 90 bucks free ship i was like cool yeah that's awesome or actually it wasn't free ship when it comes to bidding never do free shipping always do something so i think i had like it at like 19 dollars for shipping is that so, a lot that's kind of a lot huh? or was it a lot it was ship? a lot of different stuff yeah. yeah i think i fit it all in a large flat rate box which is like 15 bucks a ship oh it's not bad then yeah what about you man what have you been playing Oh, my goodness. A lot of stuff, huh? Dude, that's all I do is play video games on my free time. Besides, like, getting stuff done around the house. But, yeah. Played uh, some DK Tropical Freeze last night with the wifey. We were like, let's play a game. She's so hooked on this game. And we haven't 100% completed it. We looked at it. We're at, like, 86%, which now we're probably higher. 
because we had to there's this one level on world two that it looks like it's coming up from the second level and we're trying to find the secret passageway in the second level to get to this area that we haven't been to yet yeah so eventually we looked it up because i'm like i'm not seeing anything like we've done everything in this level that we could like what could it be so this is called a K level, which I guess most worlds in Tropical Freeze have, where you have to unlock the D-O-N-K. Wait, nope. That was wrong. No, the K-O-N-G. <laughs> super it, wrong. It could have went either way. Yeah, honestly. super wrong. So you have to unlock the Kong letters. So there's four letters, K-O-N-G, in each, in each uh, level. So you have to unlock each letter in each level on that one world to unlock that level. Yeah. So we did that. There was like four levels that we didn't get all the letters on. Unlock this level. We're like, hell yeah. I'm like, let's go live on Instagram just so I can show these cats. Like this ain't no joke. Like, Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah. Because I saw that you went live and I was Dude, like, Dude, this oh. game is so hard. Like people like say like this game's so hard. To me, it's like, it's a good difficulty. Like, yeah, you're going to die, you yeah. know, but there's checkpoints, this and that. Well, let me tell you, these K levels will fuck you up. Really? Oh, my gosh. At least this one did. Like, this might might have been the first K level that we unlocked, or we might have unlocked a different one in the past. But this one's all about bouncing off of enemies after you're in a barrel. And, oh, my gosh, like, ugh. We died so many times right in the beginning. My wife couldn't get past the first jump at all. Like, she just kept dying over yeah. and over again. We had, like, topped out 99 lives starting with. I got down to, like, 22 lives until I gave up. And granted, it was taking two lives away from us every time we died. But she died right in the beginning yeah. either way. But I got to this one area where it was before a checkpoint, but I had to shoot out of a barrel and hit four different owl heads before I got to the area. And only one out out of those 60, 70 times I hit the second owl properly. Really? Didn't make so, it to the third owl at sounds all. Sounds very difficult. For Dude, sure. so hard. I do like the two it was such style. It was such a simple thing, though. Like, I knew what I was doing. I knew exactly when I should press it, and yet I kept dying. I was just like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. So, yeah, we were on live for a while on Instagram, and whoever saw that, like, probably just hated us. I was just cursing the whole time. I was so angry. But it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a good game, man. It is a good game. Um, Besides that, I tried out the Borderlands prequel, which is one of the free games on the PS4 right yeah. now. It's essentially, you know, just a shooter looter game. It has beautiful graphics. The intro was amazing. Like it had a really good soundtrack on the intro and it was like comic booky, like introducing every character that you could play as. And at the start, like after the intro, you can choose the character that you want to play as. So there's like six different characters that you can choose from. And I, uh, the only thing that like I didn't really like that much was that it seemed like every enemy just took so long to take down. 
Like, it didn't matter if I hit him in the head, the chest, wherever. Whatever gun I was using had that damage ratio on it. So, like, the mm-hmm. sniper rifle that I had was 56 damage. So, the head was 56 damage. The chest was 56 damage. It was just, like, it didn't matter. So, it's, like, when it takes three seconds to take a shot and then go back to be able to take another shot with a sniper rifle, I was just, like, this is ridiculous. And then it takes four shots to actually get him down with a sniper rifle. Yeah. So it's like 20 seconds before that one enemy's down and a bunch of enemies are coming at you. I'm just like, this is a little too much, huh? a little too much, but it wasn't like intense where I'm like, Oh, I need to like kill these guys right away. Cause yeah. I'm about to die. I was just like, this is just way too longer than it has to be right now. You know? And like, I brought out my pistol, but my pistol only did 23 damage. So maybe it's, like, just because I'm at the beginning stage that, like, those things aren't leveled up yet could be a possibility. Like, I was able to level up my reloading sp- reloading speed, which definitely helped a little bit, but it was only, like, 1% faster, you know? Yeah, it's nothing, 1%. Not that much, but I could still notice a difference, you know? So, like, okay, this is better. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it or not. I played the Sonic Mania game, which I talked about earlier. Um, been playing a lot of Yakuza Zero as well, loving that. But then I started playing Xenoblade Chronicles Two, Torma something 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 edition, which is the prequel of Xenoblade Chronicles Two. You ever watch me play any of that game? Not that I remember now. Why would I remember it if I, uh, is it, you know, something that would definitely catch my eye or what? Did you just put your sunglasses on? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Future's too bright, bro. <laughs> it is. It's bright in the game room right now. Uh, I don't know if you'd remember it or not. It's a game that I invested, like, over 150 hours into, and uh, it's pretty much the same, the same map, everything. But it's like based like 500 to 1,000 years beforehand of the original game for the Switch. So there's new characters that you're playing as. Um, but all the blades that you get, which the blades are like your weapons, but they're human weapons. Yeah. They're no, like, this isn't the one where you're uh, like fighting robots and stuff, right? Yeah, probably. Robot dinosaurs and stuff? No, not Horizon. Oh, uh, okay. No, but you're fighting, like, creatures, dinosaurs, robots, like, all different stuff. Yeah. It's this huge open-world game that you have multiple characters that you're controlling. And, like, one thing that people don't really like about it is that the battle system is, like, automated. So once you get into a battle, you just start attacking, right? And it just attacks for you. And then you power up these special moves over time after every attack lands that then you can like press a button to do this special move. Right. Okay. So people don't really like that because they just think it's like going on, you know, like you're not doing much while waiting those short seconds. But to me, I was able to get so much stuff done in my house while playing this game. Yeah. And I was actually using the switch, like the original commercial where 
the dude's playing like Skyrim on his TV. And, and then, then puts his, it on the stand and well, like it. his dog is like, ur, ur, like gives him the leash and he's like, oh, you want to go for a walk, buddy? And he takes his dog for a walk or like lets him outside, which I did for my dogs. And I was just playing it portably while watching them outside. Yeah. And then I had to cook some dinner and I'm playing it portably too while battling people. Like I just had it on the counter and I was able to battle these low level things being like, I don't even need to watch it. You know, like it's cool. I don't need to press extra buttons for it. They're just going to battle and level up because after every battle, you gain all your HP and MP back. You know, like there's not really MP. The MP is from you battling and then you can use those special moves. So you're cool. You don't need potions or anything like that. You're just, let's go find a battle. Let's fight it. That takes 30 seconds to two minutes to five minutes. Just let them auto battle, you know, and do whatever you need to do. Like I folded a bunch of laundry the other day while playing this game. Like it's a cool game. Yeah. Like if you want to get stuff done while gaming, it's a great game. Uh, another complaint would be you have to be in the menu system a lot. Like you have to learn this game. Like, like it's a text-based game even though it's not because there's so much menu stuff that you have to do to be able to level up your characters, your blades, your weapons, the items that you have, everything like that. But I'm okay with it cuz to me like if you realize what you need to do in the game, you can like overlevel yourself that the game becomes easier or more playable where like you're not stressed out about certain things. Right on. You know. Uh and the music has changed a lot. Like some of the sounds from the original one is still there, but now it's like this more like jazz, fast paced influence that I was just like really digging. I'm just like, this doesn't really sound like it should be in this type of video game, but like I'm totally down for it. Yeah, I can always get down with some jazz. Yeah. Like really fun, really cool. Um, um, like I can't stop playing it. Like, Mainly took over the whole Yakuza 0 that I've been playing. I'm just like, I started playing it because I had to charge my one PS4 controller. And I was just like, oh, let me play this game since I got it in the mail. And now I'm hooked. Like, it's all I want to play. That's good. That's satisfying, huh? Yeah. And it's just fun that, like, I'm using the Switch to the full potential. Like, I'm putting it in the TV. And then if I need to go downstairs, I'm taking it portably with me. If my wife wants to watch a TV show, I can just play it portably. Yeah, arguably one of the best portable consoles ever. That's not even necessarily a portable console. You know, it is, but... Yeah, it's both. It's everything. Yeah, Yeah. it's the only system that's been like that. And I hope all Nintendo systems will be like that. Oh, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I wonder if, like, PlayStation and Xbox, like, want to, like, do something similar. I don't know. I imagine they would. I know Xbox is branching out. They're like morphing so you can mix uh, your PC gaming with your like Xbox console. Yeah. That's what they're doing with the new Xbox Scarlet or something, which uh, that actually sounds pretty cool, but I'm not that into online gaming. Yeah, I saw uh, some people stream them playing uh, off of Scarlet, which is like a controller with your cell phone and like they were able to log into their Xbox account and like play games from 
their cell phone mm -hmm. with a controller that's like right connected to it so it like holds the cell phone up as yeah. a screen and it like played flawlessly like no lag nothing and i was like this is really cool yeah so that's where the i think that's where everything's going for sure to be able to play on any device yeah you know that's what people want i mean that's what stadia is going to be for sure too yeah so they're gonna have to compete with that so. i think stadia wants to I mean, obviously, Stadia wants to be, like, one of the number one consoles, but they have to grow their base from zero to nothing. Like, Yeah, basically, you already have, like, what, 80-90% of people that play on PlayStation than the other amount that play on Xbox. Yeah. So, I feel like Stadia essentially wants to gain their audience from the in-between times. Yeah. Like, hey, you're at your friend's house, but you have your laptop or they have a TV that you can log into your shit and play from there, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where uh, the whole gaming life is going. Crazy world. Yeah. Dude, it's a wild, it's a wild year. Dude, to what's be it going to be like in 20 years? <sighs> we'll save that for another episode. <laughs> yeah. That's a good topic, actually. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's everything that I wanted to say. Yeah. And let us know if you guys have any thoughts on anything. You know, we we talked about this episode. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, we would. Uh, we did just launch a Patreon. We're not asking anyone to donate money, but if you do enjoy this podcast... We're just, asking you to donate money. Just check it out. It's, uh, it's patreon.com slash precisely. Uh, there's a dollar tier, $5 tier, $30 tier... So on and so on. I think it only goes up to $70. But you get t-shirts from it. You get sticker packs, all this and that. Uh, we don't have anyone that has donated yet. But if you donate at a dollar tier, I will directly send you a sticker pack, which I think comes from the $10 tier. So, yeah. We'd love for you guys to donate. But if not, don't worry about it. We're just trying to grow and... You never know until you put things out there if someone wants to help you out or not. We also still have shirts and hoodies up on our eBay. Just search Precisely Podcasts on eBay and you'll see the shirts and hoodies in multiple sizes and colors. We're going to be at Too Many Games next weekend, next Sunday. Yeah, it's coming up, huh? Yeah, so let us know if you're going to be there. It's at the Philadelphia Expo Center in Oak, Pennsylvania. We'll just be there Sunday, handing out stickers, talking to people, probably buying some games that we'll be talking about as well. And uh, follow us on Instagram at Precisely Podcast. And I'm at Bose underscore Game Room. And Tony is at Precisely underscore Tony. Hey, hey, hey. All right. This is Precisely. We out. We out. <laughs>